Hi, it's Ori Krieg and welcome back to Mind Your Body. And can I just say, oh my gosh, <laughs> no, oh my gosh, really, last, po last podcast episode, I'm so excited I can't speak, last podcast episode was such a hit interviewing my former client about how she was able to overcome her PTSD or complex PTSD through dance therapy. And the response has just been so amazing and inspiring. And I'm like, okay, you all want to hear more from the people, the clients who are actually experiencing dance movement therapy as a way to heal trauma. So today I'm sharing with you another interview with a former client who through our work together, she was able to release her old trauma from her childhood that was getting in the way of her marriage and enjoying her relationship and her family with her kids. And she was able to release this trauma and break these unhealthy communication patterns that she could not break no matter how much she tried to talk about it with a traditional talk therapist. Um, and trying all these other traditional techniques. And she, you'll see, she talks about how once we put this all into movement, it was like, it was just magical and everything shifted for her. And if you're resonating with this right now, or if you find yourself resonating with this through the interview, like you're like nodding your head, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. And no matter how much you've talked about the trauma you've experienced in the past or you know, you repeat affirmations and you're like, I'm safe, I'm safe, or I trust, right? All that stuff that really isn't working for you. And no matter what you do, you can't seem to enjoy the loving, supportive partner that you finally have, right? The safe relationship that you finally have because you're still holding on to old trauma, because you've got these beliefs that deep down inside you are not worthy of love, or you're not good enough, then... Let's be, let's be honest, right? You are still holding on to old trauma and these, you know, your body still doesn't feel safe to really let love in. So I'm inviting you to join and sign up for my free training called Wired for Love. And it will take you through the steps and really the things that you need to do and what it will take for you to finally release your old trauma and let that love in with your partner so that you can really enjoy it and not sabotage it and let it get to the point of destruction, separation, or you know, the worst possible ending that you can imagine, right? Um, if you're in a safe relationship and if you're in a loving relationship with a wonderful partner who you've been waiting for, for a long, long time, and you want to hold on to that and enjoy it, then sign up for my training. The website is wiredforlovetherapy.com, or you can go to the podcast notes and click on the link where it says sign up for my free training, and I will see you there. And for now, now that I've talked a whole bunch, I'm going to allow you to I'm gonna let, 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 let you go and listen to this interview. And I hope you enjoy. 
And thanks again for joining. This is Mind Your Body, a dance movement therapy perspective on the integration of our emotional, cognitive, physical, and spiritual aspects of our being into one more aware and whole existence. All right. So today we are talking to Bridget Holder, who was a former client of mine. We started working together in March 2019 until July 2019. And I'm really excited to share um, Bridget's story and her how she went through this process. So welcome. Welcome, B. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. And to start, could you paint us a picture of what your life was like um, before working together up until the moment you decided to take that step and work through your past trauma in order to heal your relationship? What did your life look like? What was your marriage like? Anything else you can remember? Yeah, so I felt... um that I was stuck and I felt that my marriage had become stale, if that's the right word. It was almost like um, I wasn't participating in the marriage. Um, At the time, I probably put a lot of the blame on him and not took any responsibility myself. But it was, um, I'd created all this fear around things that had never happened in my marriage and anticipated that they would happen. And um, I think that my relationship with my children was affected by that because I would come into every situation with them in, I suppose it was like an anxious state, if that's, mm-hmm. or a stressed state. And then that would affect how we interacted together. Um, <clears throat> I wasn't unhappy, but I wasn't completely happy. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I remember you being really just eager to improve things with mm. your husband. Yeah. Like there wasn't, it, you couldn't really see things continuing the way that they were. It had to change. Yeah. I remember that being a big theme. Yeah. So, um, what were your biggest challenges in your marriage at that time? Um, <clears throat> I don't. Um, I don't. I don't think that we were communicating well at all. I think that was probably our biggest challenge was communication. So we worked together as well as you know, husband and wife, and raise our children. And that in itself is a challenge. A lot of people can't do that. And everything we talked about was work. So it was really, you know, it was almost like we'd lost our relationship for the work Mm. and the business. And um, I wouldn't, I would never be the one who actually brought up the topic. So, and when the topic was brought up, I probably didn't, no, not probably, I didn't. speak my truth so and I'd created again fear around that that you know if I did that bad things would happen and what those bad things were I don't know but I just created this scenario that that's what what would become Hmm. if you brought up what topic specifically 
Um, any topic, like any topic to do with us, like us personally, that we weren't communicating well and, you know, we didn't do things together anymore and um, everything was about the business or the kids. It was never about us. Um, anything, anything to do with our relationship, like our personal relationship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you were having trouble speaking up about what was bothering you. Um, yeah. And you know, that you weren't really having a personal relationship. And I also remember some, like, bringing, you brought in some um, feelings about, you know, you were really involved with the kids and things were happening with your kids and you wanted to involve him, but somehow there was also fear around that, like bringing him in on the plans or just what was going on with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think I um, felt like I had to be the one who ran the family agenda and um, to a degree I do because he works away a lot, but I can still tell him about what's happening and, you know, what we're scheduling in and does it work for him? Did he want to do something with us or did he want to come to it? You know, I never did that before, whereas now I do. Mm. Um, And if he opts out of that, that's okay. It's not, I'm not saying that he has to come, like the kids do swimming club, for example, now, and I'm not saying he has to come to every swim meet they go to or any of them if he doesn't want to. Just just need to share with him this is what's happening. In advance, instead of getting up in the morning and going, oh, we're going to whatever, it's, um, there was no um, inclusiveness. I, I basically just ran as if it was me and the kids and... It was, you know, uh, I still believed that that was him, but it was me because I wasn't telling him about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So as we went through the process together, what were some of your biggest breakthroughs and shifts? Um, I think the correlation between what I saw growing up happened between my parents um, in their relationship as to how I was behaving in my relationship. So a lot of the um, <clears throat> the not speaking up from my perspective came from watching my mum do the same thing with my dad and she was in an abusive relationship and that is what where I created fear that that would happen to me if I spoke up, if I spoke my truth, if I spoke what I wanted to say, if I shared what I was feeling then it would end in an abusive way. And that never happened, but it was, I created this fear. So I would just completely shut down and not speak. Um, That was the biggest shift for me is every time we worked together, every session we had, there was something that connected back to my childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Even with the kids as well, like it connected back to my childhood, how I was behaving and yeah, it was, it was big shifts that we had every session. I know. It was amazing to just witness the light bulb after light bulb. Like, yeah. Um, now, of course, we did most of this in movement. So to you, <laughs> the, the laughter, um, it wasn't always the most comfortable thing, right? It was never. It was never comfortable for me. Um, but 
I went, the reason I worked with you was um, I had worked with a traditional, um, I can't remember whether she's, I think she's a psychologist. I'd worked with a psychologist and that traditional way of working, although it showed me some things and I did learn through that process, it didn't shift how I was behaving and it never allowed me to see the connection between what I saw growing up to how I was behaving now. Um, and we never spoke about what my childhood was like. It was just like you said, light bulb moments came to me from a connection of a particular scenario that happened in my childhood. And I would go, Oh my gosh, that relates to me behaving like this. And I, and that related to me believing and making up stories that these things, Clayton was going to do these things and they simply weren't true. That never happened to me until we started the movement. Like having that movement, it just allowed me to feel more confident in myself. Um, I don't know, it opened me up more. I'm not sure what the right words are, Ori. It's... Um, it's difficult for me to say because I, I love to dance, but what we do together, what we did together was strange to me. And, mm. um, but I was willing to try because, as you said, I, I wanted things to change and I tried traditional type of Western ways of doing things and they hadn't worked and I was looking for something different to try. Yeah. Mm. And... Yeah, I mean, I love that you, like, you're, you're not sure what the words are because a lot of times there are no words to really describe the process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just magical how things shift. And yeah. because, because you went through this trauma of witnessing your parents' abusive relationship that is so connected to the issues that you were having in your marriage before working together... And you remembered a lot of those things in your body in different sensations. Mm. And so the movement stirred that up for you. And we were able to access and gently and safely release them as like when you had those aha moments. Mm. Um, And so that's why it shifted so quickly. Yeah. I like that word, the release, because that's what it was. It was like um, each session... I released something and, and sometimes it took a couple of sessions, but it definitely released something. And I was always, um, I felt challenged throughout the process and that was really good for me because if I'm challenged, then I want to rise to that challenge and, and be able to deliver. It was almost like I was um, <clears throat> in a way it was like, Oh, I need to try these things outside of our session because if I don't, what's the point in working with you? And, and I'm so glad that I did because it, it did lead to bigger and better things for us. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Can you talk about some of those things? Like what were the changes that you saw in your marriage, in yourself? With your kids. Um, 
Yeah, better communication. I mean, we're not perfect, obviously, in whose marriage is. Um, I would like to see that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, much better communication. And I, I speak, I say whatever I think now. I don't hold back. <laughs> it's, um, it was quite a shock to my husband, I think, after all these years of, you know, I wasn't always like this and I don't know when it changed. I think, well, I probably lost my self-confidence when I became a mum and um, I stopped speaking my truth in, in my marriage from then probably and um, I didn't realise until I did work on myself and then I was like, you know what, the, the missing piece to this puzzle is now my relationship and, yeah, it's much better now to be able to... I don't even, it doesn't even cross my mind to not say things. And, yeah, I don't, I, the thought of the outcome doesn't cross my mind. So I'm able to say whatever I like. Because I'm not making up stories anymore and I'm not living in that fear of, well, if I do say that, will he do this? Or will he do that? Or will we not survive, you know, these unbelievable stories that I made up because of what I'd suffered as a child. Mm. Mm. Which is understandable, that connection. Yeah. You know, your brain and your body until you release that trauma just doesn't, just doesn't understand that what happened in the past is not still happening in the present. Yeah. You know, that's not your fault that that was happening, but Mm. um, yeah, it's amazing how you shifted it and all that anxiety and fear around speaking up went away for you. Mm. Um, and so how did that, how did that impact your relationship as a whole? Like what, what do things look different now with your husband, with your family? I just, um, I think it's more contentment rather than, um, and it's, I've always said that I want um, ease and grace and I, and I feel that that's where we're at now. It's like it's much easier. Everything's much easier. And I, I really like that. It's it's comforting to know that that's how it feels, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, and I want to go back to what you said about, like, he wasn't used to this Bridget who was speaking <laughs> up and confident, right? Um, probably a little shock to his nervous system. <laughs> Is um, I guess my question is how how is he feeling now about you and your relationship? Like, are you seeing a difference in him? Yeah, um, yeah. There's more affection there, and um, there's no. Um, he used to get angry because I wouldn't speak. I wouldn't talk about things, and if I do lapse back into that, because I have. Um, and when I realise I'm doing it, you know, I have to try to not allow that to happen. Um, but, yeah, that's not there anymore. So it's it's really nice to see that. I'm not sure um, specifically how he feels. You'd have to ask him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But there's more affection, you're saying? Yeah. 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 And it's, it just, it's just easier, like... It's how I, I, how it was how it was before we had the children. Easier. Mm. Hmm. 
Yeah. Except now you have the children. Yeah. 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 And that wasn't the case for many years. Yeah. Does it seem like your children are feeling that shift too? Because um, in the beginning you said you, you realized you were interacting with them in a stress state. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we talked about the, the morning at one point, the morning rush and I would get really cross and yell and it was awful. And then um, we did some, I'm not sure what the particular movements were, but we did some movement around it. And um, I just decided that we wouldn't do that anymore and that I wouldn't put pressure on them. And it's so much nicer to get ready in the mornings for school when you don't. And everything still worked out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're late to school. Sometimes we're not. (laughs) Most of the time we make the bus now. So, you know, and it was getting to the point where I was taking them to school every day and they couldn't, you know, they didn't catch the bus because we were late every day because there was this mad panic in the mornings. And what for? I didn't, I don't know. But it was me bringing that stress state to to the table every morning. Yeah. And um, because I wasn't speaking my truth and, yeah, I wasn't saying things that I wanted to say. So once I started doing that, everything changed. Mm. Yeah, mm. I can just feel it in your energy right now. It's just really chill and easy and relaxed. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you, make it, you make it to school most days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different. It's not, it's not, um, I don't want people to get the idea that it's perfect because, I mean, Brock and I still have, my eldest, we still have um, arguments and, you know, he's a teenager boy now. And, yeah, whoa. Arguments are healthy. I mean, um, yeah, I'm a teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's not, you know, it's not perfect, but there's compromise in there and there's more... Um, and, and I still, as I call it, lose my shit occasionally. Like, mm-hmm. You're not perfect either. Yeah, <laughs> None exactly. Of but I love that you're I'm more willing. I'm, I'm more willing now to actually take responsibility for that, whereas I wouldn't have even seen that I was acting inappropriately or, or not acting at all, <laughs> you know, not, not speaking at all. I would never have seen that before, even when people, even when Clayton was saying to me, you just don't talk, you don't, you've got nothing to say. Mm. Um, Yeah. And it was that, I think you described it once as, it's it's to do with the fight or flight and my flight was to freeze. Yeah. You were, you were stuck in freeze for a very long time. Yeah. 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 And we... We helped you rewire your nervous system and move and shift Mm. out of that. Mm. The one thing I do remember is that simple, um, and I used to do it a lot when we worked together, when we actually had our sessions, so the rubbing on my legs. um, I don't know, that must be, that must have been comforting to me because I I don't notice myself doing it anymore. Mm. And obviously because I don't need to, I just... Say what I think now instead of yeah. back. 
Yeah. Actually, in this moment, I'm remembering, I believe that movement came to you, like the rubbing your legs. Um, I don't even know, maybe it first came up in session, but it definitely came through a moving through fear movement meditation that I sent you. And I believe that was something that came up. You're like, oh, when that freeze comes up and that fear comes up, I can, this is one of the things I can do. Yeah. The rubbing. Yeah. No one can see us right now, but rubbing. <laughs> Just rubbing on the knees, yeah. the thighs, the yeah. thighs while you're sitting yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got your body to move through that fear instead of just being stuck in the mm. freeze and it yeah it really translated into your relationship by not mm. freezing up and not speaking up anymore yeah 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 so yeah, um what would you say to someone who is in a similar situation that you were in and is considering doing this work um don't I, I was very afraid of doing this work with you I was afraid of paying the money I was afraid of um, of what it would look like and then when we started our session like the first session I was like oh my gosh what have I got myself into this is ridiculous um, but by the end of the session, I thought it's not, this is actually doing something for me. I think if you are considering doing it, that you should take that leap of faith and trust that Orit has your back because it's, it's like as if you have a sister holding your hand throughout the process and she's got you and you're not going to, you're not going to fall because she's got you. It's a lovely process to go through, although confronting and although uncomfortable, it's a lovely process to go through. And the outcome on the other side is so worth it. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. It's, you know, it, I'm so lucky I found you. I didn't even know how I found you. <laughs> It was meant to be. Yeah, it was. Facebook group. Yeah, probably. We met each other online. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Anything else that you'd like to share? I think um, you just said about the online. Um, that was really useful for me because I live in a small country town and there's no, there would be no movement therapist in my small country town. And I, I think that being able to do it in my space was also helpful rather than having to go to a, a clinic or, you know, somebody else's space. That was really useful too because I was able to, you know, stay in my own where I felt comfortable and be able to do it there was, yeah, that was useful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story and inspiring others to do this courageous work that you took that, that leap to do. And it's yeah. so good to hear about how much things have changed in your marriage and your family and um, good to hear it from you. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Marie. Yeah, thanks.